0: Hi, it's me, Tiwa ogun Lacey. I'm a life coach, founder of Confident and Killing It, and you're listening to the Confident and Killing It podcast. This show is about waking you up to your worth so you can be confident, unstoppable, and dare to live the life that you truly desire. No more fear and insecurities getting in the way. It's time to master your mind, believe in yourself, and show up in the world. Let's get into it. Well, welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the first episode, hearing my journey and my story to becoming confident and killing it like I said, I haven't always been confident. My mind was a mess. I used to compare myself a lot to other people, but I started this journey of self-love seven years ago and I am now living my very best life, unapologetic in who I am and what I stand for. And I really hope you'll come along with me on this journey. So today's going to be a fun little episode. So I asked you guys on Instagram, if you had any questions for me, I actually lied to you that I was filming a get to know me video, but actually I was filming a get to know me podcast. I was recording, sorry, not filming. Um, and so yeah, so the first question you asked was, Where am I from? And the story of where I'm from is actually very beautiful. I have you know. So I am three-quarters Nigerian and one-quarter Scottish. Where's the Scottish side coming from, I hear you say? Well, in the 1950s, my grandma, a Scottish woman, decided to move to England. And she was living and working in Oxford at the Ashmolean uh, Museum. Now, she's in the museum, enjoying reading some books, you know, as she does. And my grandpa, a Nigerian man, who happens to be studying in Oxford, comes in and they lock eyes and they fall in love. So they fall in love and decide to get married. And I'm pretty sure it was because of my grandpa's sweet talking, charming ways. He was a Yoruba man. So if anyone knows about Yoruba men, (laughs) yeah, I don't need to really expand on that, but beware ladies, beware. Um, So yeah, so they decided to get married and move back to Nigeria. So my grandma writes back to her family to let them know that she's fallen in love with a black man, essentially, and is moving to Nigeria with him. And of course, they did not take it well. This is the 1950s. So interracial marriage was not a thing. And they were like, how could you do this to us? How dare you bring such shame on our family? Um and if they they threatened her essentially they were like if you leave that's the end like we're disowning you. So my grandma had to decide does she stick to what her parents say or does she go and live the life that she truly wants which is a life of adventure outside of her comfort zone, and so she chose the life of adventure. She decided to move to Nigeria with my grandpa, and she went by boat literally went by boat. It took her two weeks to get to Nigeria from England. like, how crazy, how adventurous. She literally lived there her whole life until she died. and she was fully integrated in Nigerian culture and society. and yeah, really just such a badass. So as you can tell, she was courageous. she lived life on her own terms. and she raised my mom in the same way, who then raised my sister and I in the same way. As you can tell, I have a lot of badass feminine energy in me. um, And it's definitely from my grandma and my mom. So my mom is half Scottish, half Nigerian. She then married a Nigerian man and she is living in Nigeria at the moment with my dad. And then they had me. So that is the story of how I came to the world. (laughs) Cool. So second question Um, where did you study? Uh, So, what university did you go to? So, I went to UCL in London, and I studied Spanish and business management. So, yes, I speak a Spanish. Hola qué tal? (laughs) Um. So yeah. So I studied Spanish and management in UCL. By the time I had done like seven years in boarding school in the middle of nowhere, I was so ready to move to London and be a city girl. Part of my degree actually meant that I had to live abroad for a year. So I lived in Madrid uh, for a year, which was amazing. So beautiful. One of the best years of my life that I will always remember. I definitely recommend living abroad. And living on your own in a foreign country it does so much for your mindset and your growth so if you've been contemplating about moving to another city definitely do that okay question three what inspired me to become a coach So if you've listened to my first episode, you'll hear my journey to starting confident and killing it. Um, So definitely go back and listen to that if you haven't. But what inspired me to become a coach? So when I started making like the one minute videos on Instagram, I was getting a lot of DMs from girls asking me questions and I was able to answer it. And they found my answers super, super helpful. So I was like, you know what? I've actually got a gift for encouraging people um, and for understanding people's emotions and, and what they're thinking and really just seeing patterns in human behavior. That's something I was like really, really interested in. And so I wanted to become a coach because I had been through my confident journey. I had seen the impact it had on my life. And I was like, I can't just keep this to myself. I have to share this with the world because if women could just learn the strategies and the tools to be confident, we would all be unstoppable. So I wanted to become a coach to help women on that journey. And I just put a flyer out on Instagram and said like, you know, coaching. If anyone's interested, send me a DM and people paid. Like they paid for me to be their coach. It wasn't a lot of money, but they paid. And I hadn't even got any qualifications yet, but they still paid. And I think it just goes to show like, it doesn't matter whether you have qualifications or not. It's all about the confidence in which you sell yourself and present yourself. So I presented myself as someone who knew her shit and I had the tools and strategies to help women and they bought into it and so I had three coaching clients in my first ever year of being a coach obviously I've got my qualifications now so I'm legit but don't be afraid to call yourself something that you aren't just yet like if you if you want to be a writer even if you haven't written a book yet say you're a writer right? Not like, oh, I'm I'm working on it or I'm, I'm aspiring to be, you are who you say you are. So I said I was a coach. People believed I was a coach. I didn't doubt myself. They didn't doubt me. It was gravy. The next question is what keeps me motivated? And I think it's quite similar. Like my mission in life is to make self-love the norm and not the exception. And I have seen the difference in my life, in other women's life, when people have moved over having negativity and fear as their default to being confident and loving themselves and finding their true authentic self. It is a transformation like no other. And I have seen the beauty and the freedom and the joy and the happiness it brings when you live a confident and killing it life. And so what motivates me is, to be an inspiration to other people so that they can live the same life as well. So they can be unapologetic and authentic with themselves and their lives. So I'm inspired to be a coach because I want to be a part of positive change. And I think coaching really allows me to do that. And my love for seeing women winning and seeing women take action on their dreams, like nothing gets me more excited than seeing a woman bossing it in life. I think that's also where my Beyonce obsession low-key comes from. Like, I just love seeing women kill it. And so that motivates me to do the work that I do because I want to just see women winning. If I could just wake up every day and see women winning, I would live an incredible life. So yeah, so that's what motivates me. And that's what inspired me to become a coach. Uh, The third, no, I've lost count on what number we're on. But the next question, anyways, how did I know this was the path I wanted to choose? That is such a good question because you can have so many different passions. How do you know which one to pick? So I was very strategic with this as everything that I do. So I looked at my strengths and I looked at my interests right? And this is what I also spoke about in the first episode. What are your strengths? What are your interests? And how can you combine the two areas together? That is your power circle. That is your circle of influence where you will be at the top of your game. You don't see Beyonce trying to be a doctor because that's not aligned with her strengths and her interests, right? She is Beyonce because she is so good at what she does. She is passionate about it. She pours her heart into it and she actually has the skills to match the passion. So how did I know what path to choose? I looked at what path involved my strengths, which are communication, empathy, um, understanding human behavior and my interests seeing women win you combine those two things together and you literally get confident and killing it literally so I knew it was a path for me when energy was building up in me and flowing through me when I was doing speaking events and running workshops rather than feeling drained and exhausted. When I was in a job that I hated and I got home, I was super tired, super exhausted. I didn't want to do anything. But after I give a talk, I can't even sleep. I need to like dance. I need to like jump. I need to laugh. Like after I give a talk, I could spend a whole day running around London in the rain, giving talks and I would have so much energy afterwards you know the path is right for you when you feel alive when you're doing it. Instead of feeling drained and exhausted, you feel happy and excited and it gives you energy rather than taking away your energy. Okay, next question. How have you been in a relationship for such a long time? (laughs) that's so funny uh okay way to get in right in personal with my life so for anyone who doesn't know I have been in a relationship for nine years nine years isn't he such a lucky fella to have me as a girlfriend like honestly he should like he should wake up every day and just be like damn yeah I'm I'm a winner (laughs) anyways uh how have I been in a relationship for such a long time so I feel like You've got to be friends with your partner. My relationship started off as a friendship. We were just best friends and then one thing led to another and then we started going out. But our friendship, we have fun together. Like our friendship is the foundation of our relationship. And so we've been able to stay together for so long because one, we genuinely enjoy spending time with each other. Um, two, communication is a big Thing for us like we just said from the beginning let's not have those guards up let's not have those walls up let's be totally vulnerable open and honest with each other so we have difficult conversations when one person is feeling off and the other person notices it we call it out we are super open authentic um with each other and we have those difficult conversations which a lot of couples don't want to have we also have grown together so when I mean grown together I don't just mean age I mean we've grown together in terms of we have both invested in our personal growth so I read a lot of books he reads a lot of books we work on ourselves we Build our skills, we're both driven and ambitious. You know, we both want to build our own empires. So, really, our visions are aligned and we invest in ourselves. We put it in the work to make sure that we're improving and becoming better versions of ourselves for each other. Because if you're in a relationship and one person is kind of growing and expanding their mind and the other person is just kind of stuck in their old ways of thinking, it's not going to work. So we both decided that we want to always be improving and growing and becoming the best versions of ourselves. And so we made that commitment to always keep each other in check. So yeah, that's how I've been in a relationship for so long. I, it doesn't feel like I've been in a relationship. I just feel like yeah, it's just like my best friend and I together. Um, so it doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, you're in a relationship. Which is what my old relationships felt like when I wasn't friends with the guy and we just kind of like got into a thing. Um, anyways, this is getting very personal at the moment, but I'm going to move on. So I hope that's helped. If you guys want more relationship advice, let me know and I will try and maybe do a whole episode on it um what affirmations do you do in the morning that help you so affirmations are a funny one because i don't think random affirmations work people go on google print off a list of affirmations read them out every morning and wonder why they don't work for them your affirmations need weight they need to come from something you can't just google generic affirmations and read them out loud My affirmations come from my strengths. So I have a strengths finder worksheet on my website and that's the tool I use for my morning affirmations. So I write my list of strengths. I write down why I feel that strength belongs to me. I think of a time when I demonstrated that strength. And so I have my I am's. I am strong. I am independent. I am compassionate. I am fierce. I am grounded. I am unique. I am a powerhouse all of those I am's are grounded in my strengths. I have examples of when I have been all of those things. So it's no good just going online and printing off a list and start saying those things. You will not believe them and your brain will be like, uh, she's a fraud. She's a fraud. She's a fraud. So you want to create affirmations that are aligned to your strengths and affirmations you come back up what are the facts, right? When have you been those things? Don't just say I am without knowing that that is actually who you are. So the affirmations that I kind of think to myself are based on my strengths and I have the facts to to show that. Okay, second to last question, what are your favorite movies or books? So I don't have one single favorite movie, but maybe my three favorites would be Moana. (laughs) Don't judge me. I love Moana. The songs are so lit. It's unreal. Um, And I just love the story of her resilience um, and everything. So, yes, that's one of my favorite films. Then um, Slumdog Millionaire is another film that I love so much. I love films that are rich in culture and have like a very like juicy storyline and films that teach me something about a country. So I just love, yeah, I love Slumdog Millionaire. Such a beautiful film. And my third film would have to be... Beyonce live at Coachella because what have you have you seen that film I mean I I saw it live I was there to witness that greatness I know I was at Coachella I saw that live but it's still one of my favorite films because the way she hits those beats honey like it's just like bam 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 like that's the energy I want to show up with in my world every single day like when I walk into a room I want you to know I have arrived because why the hell not why would I go and hide in the corner honey like no way so yeah I clearly have like my inner Beyonce and she comes out whenever she wants so whenever I watch a Beyonce film I just like I lose my shit Um, And it just really inspires me to just like come with that like big woman energy, big woman energy. That is what I'm all about. Because I'm tired of playing small. Like women, we need to stop playing small. So come with that big woman energy. Um, and then the my favorite books are I would say the first two books that changed my life. So Fifteen Laws of Growth by John Maxwell and Joyce Meyer's Battlefield of the Mind. I really, really recommend those. And finally, what are your beliefs or your or what's your religious life like? Okay. Um, So I don't really believe in religion, quote unquote, I believe in relationships. So I'm a Christian, Um, my parents are Catholics, I was brought up in a Catholic household. Um, I would say I'm still Catholic, even though I don't go to mass, I'm not going to like disown being Catholic, but... I don't really connect to the Catholic church. So I love, I go to Hillsong in London and I love Transformation Church and Elevation Church. Um, and I watch those sermons online. So um, I don't really know what denomination it is, but anyways, that's not important. What's important for me is having a relationship with, with God and with Jesus. I think a lot of where I get my identity from and the strong beliefs that I have in myself is because of the relationship that I have with, with God. And I mean, you don't have to believe in God necessarily to believe that there is a higher power in this world, like the universe, nature, There is something bigger than us, for sure. There's no way we are the orchestrators of all of this amazingness. So I definitely believe in something bigger than myself. I believe in having a relationship whereby I know that Jesus loves me unconditionally. And there's nothing I can do to separate myself from the love that he has for me. And I can live in the peace knowing that not everything is good but I serve a God who will make everything work out for my good. So I will still go through challenging situations, but only good things will come out of it. And like I was saying, I miss a lot of my identity about who does God say I am? What is my purpose? What does God say about women and his daughters? If you read the Bible or look into what God thinks of you, they are only incredible things. Like he describes women as like his royal daughters. And I just think, you know, why not? If I feel like I'm created by something bigger and God is saying that women are his royal daughters. When I show up in the world, I'm going to show up like royalty because that is who God made me to be. I'm not going to show up as a small, scared version of myself. Um, There's a lot of controversial things about women in the Bible So I don't really want to go into that. I just look at who does God say I am and how can I live that out? I was watching a sermon earlier this week and the pastor read something out that really connected with me. And she said that when we spend time with God, you know, he renews our mind. He gives us a confidence and our confidence becomes a hope and a oasis for others. And I was just like, wow, if that isn't my purpose, I don't know what it is, right? I am confident not just to be confident in myself and to boost myself, but my confidence is an oasis of hope for other people so that they can be confident too. So my life is my life to be an inspiration to others, um, rather than just the benefit of myself. So yeah I'm very purpose driven I definitely believe I'm here for a purpose I, I'm on a mission and that's what keeps me going you know I I want to live for something bigger than myself because really if you make it all about yourself it's so easy to give up in life but if you live for a higher purpose than yourself you're living for something more meaningful and that actually brings a lot of fulfillment so yeah there we go and there was actually one last question, which was, why are you so damn cool? <laughs> I mean, honey, that needs no explanation. I'm my true authentic self. That is why I'm so damn cool. Okay, so I hope you've learned a lot about me. Um, next episode, I'm going to be talking about some challenges um some challenging situations that i have overcome for example covid-19 slashing my whole income throwing all my bag out the window so yeah next episode is going to be killing it in quarantine How do you process negative emotions? How do you change your perspective and reframe negative situations? How do you deal with uncertainty and anxiety? And how I personally have navigated this COVID-19 pandemic that we're in. So if you want to hear that, come back next week, Monday. I will be here. Your start of the week inspiration just for you. If you enjoyed this episode, please go on iTunes on the podcasts um, area and subscribe, rate and leave a review. I am doing a giveaway for the first 50 people who subscribe, rate and leave a review. I've got so many amazing gifts I'm giving out, which I'm talking about on my Instagram. So if you want to win something, make sure you subscribe, subscribe rate it and leave a review and then also take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and tag at confidentandkillingit or tag me at tiwalola t-i-w-a-l-o-w-l-a um just so you know my name is tiwalola but my Instagram name is Tiwalola for jokes. So when I say Tiwalola, I don't like not know how to pronounce my name for all my fellow Nigerians listening, being like, oh, she can't even pronounce her name. I know it's Tiwalola. OK, not Tiwalola. But my Instagram name has a W. So it's Tiwalola. Um, anyways, thank you so much for listening. Love you all. And until next time, stay confident and killing it.